You are now listening to Grinding True Crime with your host, Maddie Matt, Todd Fox, and Gabby. Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Identified more victims and killed even more. Plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them and that he was also a necrophiliac. <laughs> Another episode of the Grinding True Crime Podcast with your narrator for today, Maddie Matt, and our host of the show, Todd Fox, and the other host of the show, Gabby Gap. And we are here live kicking off another episode. But before we get into uh, today's uh, story, we want to let you guys know where you can get a hold of us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You just type in Grinding True Crime, and there you can follow us, leave us a message, leave us a comment, and we will get back to you as soon as possible. If you want to listen to us on your podcast stream, just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, and Pandora. And for those listening to us outside of the country, or I'm sorry, outside of the U.S., same thing, uh, you can continue to listen to us on Podchaser, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Go to redbubble.com, type in Todd Fox 80 to purchase merchandise, and if you'd like to leave a a donation, a cash app donation to our cause to help us uh, better with our equipment. You can leave it on cash app. Just type in dollar sign grinding true crimes. Uh, as always, listener discretion is advised. We do get into details that may be uh, unsuitable for certain listeners or uh, if you're into if it might be a little bit too graphic. So if it does disturb you, uh, listener's discretion is advised. And last but not least, uh, I think in two weeks, it will be the last Sunday of the month. And you know what that means? What does that mean, Todd? I think we're going to do a live. We will be doing a live show like we did a month ago in May. Uh, we'll be going live. We'll let you guys know the date next week uh, so that we can consider uh, our listeners that are, uh, you know, in other countries that are time difference. Uh, so we will let you guys know the time uh, next week. Okay. I think that's everything. So, we are going to continue the story of Joseph Fritzl. Uh, I started the story last uh, last time, um, and we talked about him. Uh, this guy was had a disturbing uh, background, uh, hard childhood. Uh, if you guys want to listen to part one and catch up, uh, go ahead and do so. So, to get into this, just a quick recap of where we left off. I mentioned that in 1972. Joseph had bought a guest house and had six, I mean, I'm sorry, seven kids, uh, three boys and four daughters, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the child today that we'll be focusing on is Elizabeth Fritzel. Okay. Before, yeah, before we get into her backstory, uh, let's, let's get into this detail because this will kind of show exactly what type of father Joseph was. Um, Joseph was a very domineering and abusive uh, father to all of his kids. In fact, one of his neighbors, whose name is uh, John, at the time said that he would slap them badly just for the smallest thing. Yeah. I would, oh, go ahead, Tom. No, I was just moaning because I could feel for the kids right there. Yeah, yeah. And he did that in public because he obviously the neighbor saw that. However, it was something about Elizabeth that just he hated. And she would get it the most. She would get mistreated and abused worse than all of them. Wow, I would have thought he would have picked one of the boys, not a girl. Yeah. Uh, I would have think so too, but I don't know what it was. What it was. Maybe she reminded him of his mother. I, I don't know, but 
for some reason she, he picked on her well he he singled her out the most a uh, little little quick story on uh, elizabeth uh she was born on april 6 1966 and she was the fourth of the seven kids uh, growing up, people would describe her as a very shy kid who uh, stayed to herself. And a part of that probably was because of what she was going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along with the physical and psychological abuse she uh, received at the hands of her father, unfortunately, she also suffered sexual abuse by him as well. I told you. Yeah, I knew it. Called it. Y'all both called it. Y'all both did. She was only 11 years old when Joseph started sexually abusing her, including rape. Jeez. Yeah, he would rape her regularly in his car, during their walks in the forest, and on the property where she would call her home. A sick bastard. Yeah, he would forcefully rape her i mean it's it's terrible any kind of rape any kind of molestation don't get me wrong at all don't quote me on it none like you know i'm, I'm talking about the public but don't don't quote me on saying okay well it's, le- it's lesser of the two but still i mean when you're doing it to your own kids that's another form of evil that's disgusting yeah man i i i couldn't imagine uh, there's nothing in my mind that crosses any part of my brain that says rape my girls or touch them or anything so yeah, for a father to yeah for a father to do that's just beyond disgusting i don't even know what the word is yeah i mean again like rape and molestation of any kind to any other kids is is irreprehensible in itself but there's just a special place in hell if there is one if you believe in one or whatever uh for people that do that to their own kids i mean that is just god awful dude as gabby would say castrate him off of the way in sections in pieces <laughs> oh, what's the other thing off, off of the wing off of the wing oh the balls <laughs> well you know what i think it should be done without sedation either just I agree. straight yeah. raw yep but i'm not even getting into the the more gruesome part oh god <laughs> this already pissed me off and made me sick in the stomach yeah i loved it now? I had lobbed it on part one. Now I'm, I'm dunking the ball a little bit on this one. Now, apparently, she was pretty smart because she finished her education at the age of 15. And shortly after, she, she uh, started her course as a waitress. Now, a year later, when she turned 16, she attempted to escape the, her father's abuse. So she ran away from home twice and went into hiding with one of her friends from her work to Vienna, which is the capital of Austria. And this was about 80 miles away from where they were, where his father was in Amsterdam. Wow. So she got away and she was gone for a while. But on both attempts though, she was successful and would be gone for weeks. However, the Johnson police was in full effect. No, <laughs> oh no. What do you think happened? They made her go back. Yeah, they were probably like, hey, you, you kids shouldn't be running away from home. I don't care what he does. That That's a nice man there. <laughs> you, you both were correct. Oh. Uh, despite her pleas and to why she ran away and wanted to, you know, get away from her father, they returned her to her house. And So she told the police what was going on. Well, obviously, you know. What the heck? Uh, what year was that? Back home. Huh? What year was that? This was, let's see, she was born in 66. She's 16. I'm trying to trying do the math. 82? 82, yeah. Yeah, women still don't uh, aren't taken seriously at the, in the early 80s, that's for sure. Not only that, you know, who, who knows what's going on in Austria, you know, what, what what's happening there. You know, she, like you said, women weren't taking that serious. Uh, who knows? what was going through their mind I, to me if if i'm the police and i see a kid who's ran away from home and they're about 80 miles from their home i would think something's up i would look into it 
Yeah, they're not just trying to go to a friend's house to get away for a weekend. They're trying to get away forever. <laughs> yeah. And on both attempts, she was gone for several weeks. So yeah. it's not like she was she ran away and they found her a day before, like, weeks later. So they would return her home. And of course, the abuse would continue. In fact, it even got worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, remember in part one, when I mentioned about Joseph would make a lot of additions to his guest house. You guys remember I said he brought a property in 1972. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you guys, what did you, what did you guys say? Why he made the addition? To do something like with what he did with his mom. Yeah. Or because, you know, like I said, he had seven kids. I think to take advantage and probably lock her up in there and use her whenever he wanted to. Okay. Well, let's see if you guys are right. So we're going to go back in time. We're going to go back in uh, 1978. Uh, Joseph had applied for a building permit for an extension of his house, including having a basement. Mm. The, that's not a good idea. Uh, you already got an idea? No, I'm just saying that's not a good idea for a disgusting pig like him to have a basement. Mm-hmm. Probably right. Well, the permit was approved. And about five years later, in 1983, uh, building inspectors verified that the extension met the guidelines specified by the permit. So we got approved and everything was good. (laughs) However, like every creep on our show that we've covered, he had a hidden agenda. Concealed by the walls he had behind, behind them, he had dug out and extended a large room in which he eventually turned into a prison cell and in there, he installed a wash basin, a toilet, a bed, some hot plates, a refrigerator. Wait, so he built the basement, but then behind the walls, of the basement. Yeah, behind the walls, he dug out another room. Well, nobody had a clue. Nobody had a clue. This guy is sneaky. Yep. Oh. Top it off, he also created a pass passageway from the area which the old basement used to be, and only he knew about it. Oh, jeez! So he had his own little secret passageway. Oh my! Now, now during this time, while working on his prison cell, his wife was not allowed down in the basement. She couldn't go down there. Okay, where the hell was this woman when her daughter is being abused all the time? He remember, she he would rape her in the car and during their walks in the forest. So she probably wasn't around when the abuse was happening. I highly she doubt probably, if he's been doing it for years that he doesn't do it inside the house too. Hey. Well, he did do it in the property, but I'm going to tell you eventually hmm. where but um, apparently she wasn't around. There's, there's some speculation uh, by, you know, people of the area that think that the wife had something to do with it or knew about it. Um, it didn't say. It didn't go into details. But later in the story, I'll, I'll talk briefly about that. But keep in mind, remember he wanted an obedient woman? Yeah. And he wanted a woman that, you know, would be just like a housewife. Submissive. Submissive. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, you know, he told her she wasn't allowed down there. So and she would do anything he said. She did anything he said. So while he was down there, she was not allowed. She was banned, basically, from going out. Hell no. Yeah. In fact, she never even went down there to check. She, you know, she just she just listened. Damn. Not even out of curiosity. Not even. Yeah, that's not, not that's that's that woman. Yeah, that's not a real woman. Real woman would have been like, I need to know what's going on. Like when he went to work or did something, left the house. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So now when Joseph would be down there working on the basement and doing what he does, and he was down there for hours, what do you think her reasoning was? You know, because she wasn't allowed to go down there. What do you think? What do you think she was, was going through her mind when he was down there for so long? 
Like, why, why was, what do you think she was saying to herself? Why is he down there so long? She probably just thought that was like his man cave. He just wanted to be away and have his own space. Yeah, I think so. Or, or maybe the fact that, uh, what do you call it? Uh, maybe she thought he had some sort of hobby down there or something. Who knows? Yeah, pretty much. She reasoned that, you know, he was just a hard worker and that he was dedicated to his work. So she just, nothing crossed her mind. She, she just thought he was a hard worker. Mm. Yeah. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit to about a year later. So the year now is 1984. And I'm going to give you a date. And what usually happens when the date is given on this show? Something horrible. Yeah, or a crime committed for sure. Absolutely. Well, it does. And the date is uh, August 28th, 1984. And like you guys said, the cycle continues. Joseph was in his basement and Elizabeth was home alone as well. So this, to continuing his disgusting acts, he lured her into the basement by asking her to assist him to hang a door on the hinges. So when she held the door in place, what do you think he did? Put, pushed her in. Okay. He probably knocked her out. You're both all right. He did push her in. He did knock her out. He knocked her out, however, using a soaked chloroform towel. Knocked her completely unconscious. When she finally came to two and woke up, she had been tied up and chained to a bed that he had down there. Dude. Her arms. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm so pissed. I just, I don't get it. This does not fit in my head. What, 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 what's going through your mind, Ty? I'm thinking again, like, you don't dare do this sometimes to an ordinary woman that you, like, kidnap or something like that. Like, this... It takes a special type of twisted to do something like this. And then the fact you're doing this to your own flesh and blood, man, it's like, I can't imagine what she must have been thinking. Yeah. Because it's one thing to be abused in random spots and stuff and going through all the crap that she's already gone through. That's that's horrible. But now that he's chaining you down there, you don't know if he's going to kill you or not. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then the fact that that's your dad. Yep. This is the person who brought you in this world. You know, you would never. I mean, she was already being abused, but now it's going to another level. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you wake up and you're tied up, chained up. And yeah, you're supposed to trust this man to protect you. But now she's uh, not to be the cause of your misery. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so she was tied up. Her arms were chained behind her back, so she couldn't really move that much at all. Now, her mom actually grew worried and filed a police report. Well, filed a missing person, person report. Mm -hmm. But what do you think Joseph did, or what do you think Joseph told her to convince her that something else happened? <sighs> He, he probably pro just, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all both in deep thought. <laughs> I just did, this one's difficult. Yeah, this one is. I'm thinking he probably just attributed to her running away again, and he probably just said, just let her be, like she's grown, whatever. She'll make her own life. Okay. See, she stole my answer, so I have to come back with, oh, well, <laughs> whatever Gabby said. Stop. Todd, I swear. Put a check in my box for I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I see what you did there, Todd. Okay. <laughs> You're both right. Um, he convinced her that Elizabeth had ran away from home to join a cult. A cult? Wow. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. His cult? Well, mm -hmm. a cult. And you know, his mom. I mean, her mom, very gullible. Yeah, her mom's like, all right. All right. 
Dear. Doesn't your mother instinct tell you better? Think of who he married. I don't care who he married. I don't care if she was dumb and submissive and she just did not answer back or didn't contradict him. You're still a mother. And not of just one child. That instinct should have kicked in you seven times later. At least. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a mother, obviously, but I have to agree with Gabby. You know, mother instinct naturally should have kicked in. I don't care if you're banned from the basement. I would have looked I would have looked everywhere to try to find my child. You know, I'm not gonna just believe what he said and say, oh okay, well it's hard to believe that this woman didn't notice anything that would hint at her that he was responsible for it. You're a mom. You're there to take care of your children. You're gonna notice if one is being treated differently. I agree. That is true. That's true. I mean, I know you're taking this hard because you're a mother. So. Oh, yeah, this is... Well, well, after he convinced the mom that she joined the cult, the very next day, he went down there to the basement and raped her. Dude. And no one could hear her because, obviously, he made the wall soundproof. She's so far underground. She's so far on the ground. About a month later, Joseph convinced Elizabeth, his daughter, to write a letter that he would later send to the police. And the letter that she was forced to write said that she was tired of living with her family and that she was staying with a friend. And it, and it also and also in the letter, she threatened that if her parents looked for her, she would leave the country. So he's got the police. And of course, the police believe it. I mean, she's 18 at the time. You know, in the letter, it did say she's living with her friend. So they just was like, like you said, Todd. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a uh, look. <clears throat> Austrian police don't have the greatest uh, police force out there. But come on, man. You got to investigate stuff like this. I agree. What I mean, do you think? It, it happens oh, here ahead. in the states. I was going to say it happens here in the states all the time. I mean, I'm not singling out the Austri- Austrians, but it's just in this particular case, it's like, come on, like, like U.S. has just as bad, if not worse. I mean, um, the whole rule of not being able to investigate someone missing for for a period of time, and then the fact that a lot of times they just to to get rid of cases. They're like, well, the, let's play the law of the percentages. 95% of the time, it's runaways. It's kids just not wanting to come home for argument's sake. And they just chalk it off and they think, okay, well, law of averages, a kid should come home at some point. But it's that's that 5%, man, that winds up biting them in the ass later because then they're exposed for being a weak police force. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, so... so Sorry, no, go ahead. That's fine. I have no words. I'm I'm pissed. I just Yeah. I wish I could meet the man. I totally agree, and I already know what you would do. So <laughs> with the police convinced that she was okay and just left with a friend and her mother very gullible and banned from uh going down to the basement by Joseph, Elizabeth was pretty much at the mercy of his of her father. What? Oh, okay. No, when you say when you mention she's at his mercy, it just <laughs> of your own father. Like, what? What? What is he gonna do? She ain't getting out of there. He don't care about her. Yeah. So she was chained down there from the well when she first started. When she first was chained down in uh, August twenty eighth. Six months later was when she finally got unchained. So oh. she was chained down there from. For six months. Wow. And why do you think she was unchained? There was only one reason why she was unchained. What do you think it was? Maybe to wash up? Okay. I don't know anymore. Take a while, guys. She's pregnant. Um, no. She was only unchained because the position she was in was hindering his sexual activities. 
No. Oh. God. So he only unchained her to move her in a different position because it wasn't comfortable for him. Throughout her captivity, he would beat her, kick her, and force her into degrading acts, including reenacting violent scenes that he would watch on porn uh, flicks, and often would rape her several times a day for the next, you guys are going to hate this, 24 years. Oh, oh my God. What? Okay, 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 okay. You mean 24 months, right? 24 years, my man. She was down there for 24 years. Oh my God. He that was did the twist. this to her for 24 years after all the time he had already been doing it? Yep. 24 years she was suffering. Oh my God. I just, I want to. And that ain't even the, the worst of it. Oh. So far, what do you think of this uh, Joseph guy? I don't know like I'm like wanting to go back in time and letting his mom just beat him to death <laughs> before before he winds up screwing her over yeah yeah now keep in mind this is 19 this is 1984 when she first got uh, captive his mom was in the attic and remember, she she was still in the attic when she was oh, when she was born, that's and she right. died in 1980. So this was only four years after. Oh man, yeah. So he probably got the idea of keeping someone chained up because of his mom, and because he got away with it for so many years, thirty years, he figured he can get away with it again, in which he did. Now, he would provide food for her as well as other supplies she needed throughout the, throughout the 24 years she was down there. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the cell that she was in so that you guys can get an idea of what type of environment she was in captive. The cell was about only 590 square feet, and it had a storage area, three small open cells connected by the passageways that he only knew about and it had only a it had a basic cooking area for her to cook and eat some food or whatever a bathroom facility and two sleeping areas the cell was located behind a shelf in uh, joseph's basement workshop which was protected by elect by an electronic code entered using a remote control unit so he had her locked up. Damn. There was there was no way anyone else could have gotten to her, in other words. He had he had a cold for it. What are you guys thinking? I'm thinking this mother effer should have never been born, and he is worse than the scum of the earth. He is the sickest, most disgusting son of a Biatch that ever existed. Mm. Yeah, there's there's some cases we've done that are, you know where they keep people for amounts of times, you know, serial killers and stuff like that. And again, those guys and are on different levels, but again, you're doing this to your freaking kid, man, in 24 it, years. My exactly, God. dude. You stole her life, dude. You might as well have killed her. That's too much. I totally agree, dude. And that's what I was saying before. I don't think any child should go through what she went through by the hands of someone that's supposed to protect you and love you. I don't think nobody should go through that. Like, he made her. She came out of his body. How are you going to go and take one of those people and do all your disgusting things with them? Go find yourself a freaking whore. Well, he was married. This is so stupid. How does the mother not ever suspect crap? How do the siblings not suspect crap? You're telling me that out of seven other people in the stupid household, nobody suspected a single thing from their disgusting, creep father? He was a tyrant. 
his, I don't he care. I don't care. You're missing a sibling. There's got to be something in you that out of curiosity, at least when he's not home, you're going to go and see. You know, quick, quick story. <clears throat> my sister uh, left home when I, and you know how like I was never really close to my sister. But when she left home, it was a little dramatic. Uh, and uh, she left home when she was 18 and I was eight. And she was gone for about a year and a half without notifying us about her whereabouts or anything. Wow. And I, you know, at the age of nine, almost 10, was going crazy and was trying to have other family members. We were looking for her. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like we went through, you know, because she happened to be on drugs at the time and then staying at different places. But we were, we were falling, you know, my dad was being a detective. He was trying to find out. He was searching for her, you know? So... I remember those days and like Gabby says, like, why weren't the siblings more? And I'm at nine or 10 years old. Why weren't the siblings trying to do something like that? I'm over here putting up posters of my sister and crap. Like, what were they doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know that about your sister, by the way. Sorry. No, I never brought that up, but yeah. Yeah. That just triggered something in me right now because I'm like, because when Gabby said that, I'm like, yeah, dude. I mean, question something, ask something. I mean, or or go out on your own. If they, if she said she went with friends or they said she went with friends or joined a cult, find the cult. You know, ask yeah. questions at the cult, you know. <sighs> That's frustrating. I totally agree. I totally agree, bro. This is so disturbing. I told you the story was going to be tough, man. And and like I said, it's it's more to it. So I might even have to do a part three because I haven't even got to I haven't even got to the conviction and everything yet because there's still more details to talk about. Yeah. So keep the, now listen to this. So I talked about how he had an electronic code, right? Mm-hmm. In order to reach uh, the door where uh, Elizabeth was. Um, five locking basement rooms had to be crossed. What? And to get to the area where exactly Elizabeth was, eight doors had to be unlocked, on which two of them were secured by an electric uh, locking device. So I don't know how, well, he was an engineer, so he was obviously skilled, but he, like I said, he made sure that even if you went down there, that you would have had no idea how to get to her. Only he knew. So you had to cross pretty much eight doors to get to her, but two of them had locking devices. However, he had two passageways that he can easily get to. Damn. This guy, he, he knew what he was doing. That's why I think he planned on doing this to her the whole time he was building it. I felt like he was, she was for sure his first victim of this prison cell when he was uh, intending to build it. I'm just mad. I have no words. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, something happened to Elizabeth. What do you think happened? The same thing I've been thinking. He got her pregnant. There's just no way you're going to do that to your daughter all this time and not get her pregnant uh she got sick with something bad mm. one of you are right and i'm gonna say gabby was right well just- fortunately while being captives Unfortunate. and suffering the abuse and rape she ended up pregnant unfortunately what did i say fortunate i said oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean if i said fortunately i'm sorry unfortunately um she ended up pregnant and she gave birth to seven children what oh excuse me okay you said she got pregnant i was not ready for seven well not at once but eventually well, yeah, I didn't. I yeah. know she didn't have a litter, or nothing, yeah. but, but, but I'm just saying that that's over time's freak, dude. And um, who's caring for these babies? Let's get into that. Unfortunately, one of the child um, died only like 66 hours after uh, she gave birth. 
and uh, Joseph <laughs> Joseph burnt his body in an incinerator. What? Yeah. And you know what the sad part is? She gave birth down there, and all she had was dirty scissors to cut the umbilical cord. Now, Gabby, you mentioned who was going to raise the baby. Yeah. Out of the seven, three of her kids, one born in 1988, her name uh, Kirsten, uh, Stefan, born in 1990, and Felix, born in 2002, they lived underground with the mother, never seeing the light of day, and was forced to witness the abuse that her mom was, their mom was suffering. The other three, Joseph arranged for Lisa, born in 1992, Monica, born in 1994, and Alexander, born in 1996, to be raised upstairs with himself and his wife, Rosemary. And what the hell did he say? Those kids came from where? Dang, you, you're just jumping into the story. Uh, <laughs> you know what he said? What did he say? He convinced his neighbors that they had been left on their doorstep by Elizabeth, who didn't want to raise them in her <laughs> sect. That would have been, you know, what would have been more believable. What? If he would have said the stork came down and just gently laid these babies on our porch step because, you know, we're such good parents over here. You know, we're taking in people's, uh, you know, illegitimate kids or we're orphan kids. You know, that's what we're running over here. We're running a, a daycare slash orphanage. A stork brings mm. us babies. <sighs> what do you guys what do you guys think so far? I think his wife is the stupidest, most ridiculous woman now in the world. Now, why planet. are you targeting the wife when, when he's because the one? Because she's stupid. I am sorry. But if my husband was behaving in this manner, and you're going to tell me I don't see my daughter, but suddenly she ran away and she joined a cult. How the hell do you know anything about her? Where she sat? Where she came from? When she brought the babies? And where the heck is she? How come I haven't seen her? How does the dad know so much, being the tyrant of the house? If she's out of the house, That's then any point. of all of you. That's a good point. Yeah, that was a good point. What do you think, Todd? I think she, like Gabby said, she's just believing everything that dude's spinning. You know, he could be like, the sky's purple. She's like, all right. You know, like, <laughs> she just doesn't question anything. He had no spine whatsoever. Dude. And the fact that the kids come at the doorstep and, and like Gabby said, oh, they're from Elizabeth. She didn't want to raise them. And, you know, she just gave them to us. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. That makes no sense. Were any of those kids slow? Good point. That's Inbred. her dad. Inbred incest. I will get into that. No, no. In the next episode. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm not done yet, but I'll get into those. Like I said, there's so much detail. I'll get into the details of the kids in part three. But let me finish this, uh, these last two sentences. Well, these last two uh, things I want to point out. Um, there was another twist. Uh-oh. I'm tired of the twists on this one. <laughs> I feel you, Gabby. Because these aren't even like like slight twists or, or like... You know, like twists that you can manage and be like, okay, this person was murdered or so. These are severe, like outrageous, crazy twists. Like you're on that freaking drop roller coaster. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that drop? Uh, I can't even think of it right now. Uh, Tatsu or something. Free falling. Yeah. Joseph convinced Elizabeth to write another letter, but this time he told her to write it to his mom. Her mom, sorry. And then the letter, it said that she was unable to care for the kids and that she begged, and she was begging her mom to please raise her kids. And she took the bait. So the mom seeing these letters, Joseph's convincing her that this is true. She, okay, sure, 
no problem. Whatever, you know, whatever Elizabeth say, I'll do it. I'll take care of her kids. So now she, in any of your information, does she ever ask Joseph, hey, you know, this is fine and all. I'll take care of the kids and all. Can I see her? Do you know what she looks like? I miss her. Can I talk to her? Anything like that? I'm going to bring up Rosemary in part three, because like I said earlier, um, a lot of speculation was that she knew something about it. So I'm going to talk about the details of of, of her uh, background, and not background, but details about her. And I will give you that answer then. So bear with me, sir. <laughs> Why are you having a blank, uh, blank stare on your face? I don't, I, I can't process this. Like, this makes me emotional. It hurts. I don't even know the girl, but I have two daughters. And just the thought that a father could do that to his own child. Is... Yeah. Yeah. So now you have Elizabeth in the basement, along with, unfortunately, the incest children that Joseph had with her. So now you have four people captive down there for right now. And Joseph, being the tyrant he is and uh, just <laughs> the abuser he is, he convinced them that if you guys try to escape, that he would give the the doors an electric shock and that poison would be released in the cell, killing all of you guys instantly. And if ever he was angry with Elizabeth, what do you think he did to punish her? Abuse her kids. Well, she's already being, you know. She's already endured all this. Yeah. At this point, she's probably numb. But mess with her children, and that's how you're gonna hurt her. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, that's the only other thing I think he could do. I mean, yeah, but what he would do is pretty much turn off all the electricity in there that she does have and leave her in complete darkness, leaving her with no refrigerator because obviously, with the electricity turned off, no hot plate, nothing. It's just complete darkness. And keep in mind, that cell, the cell that she was in also was infested with rats. So definitely <laughs> this guy, like I said, scum of the earth. Absolutely. So this guy deserves to be peeled yeah. and boiled in sections yeah um i'm going to leave it there no because like i said i want to get into details about the children and i also got to talk about the convictions and i also want to talk about rosemary uh, to go along with um, some of the questions you guys talked about so i am going to leave it there again i didn't i left the lob i dumped it you know, but it didn't go through the hoop yet. Oh, damn. <laughs> so that was, um, that's part two of Joseph Fritzel in the case of uh, Elizabeth Fritzel. Damn. <sighs> what are you guys thinking so far? I was going to say animal, but not even animal. Animals care for their own. Yeah. I don't know what he is. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm. He's nothing. And I know he suffered abuse when he was younger. I know he, um, like we mentioned, when he was in the orphanage, he possibly suffered sexual abuse. We don't know. It's possible, but still, no excuse. You know, a lot of these um, serial rapists and serial killers suffered abuse when they were kids, and you know they're angry, and you know something's not right in their brain, but. I don't care what you go through in your own life or in your childhood. That will, it doesn't excuse how you treat the rest of the world because nobody else is responsible but those who put you through the abuse. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you're going to take it out on your own child, that's just some, 
else. That's freaking demonic, disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no words to describe this bastard. And you know what? I'm not. It wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't say his other kids were sexual abuse. I know he beat them. You know, he was a. Uh, he was definitely abusive to them physically and psychologically. But it wouldn't surprise me if down the line his other kids somehow muster up the courage and say, hey, you know what? I kept this a secret, but I was sexually abused too. It wouldn't surprise me. Was the mom even having sex with him? I mean, she didn't... Nothing there was abnormal? I mean, he must have. You know? She was still around. And... That, she, no, I don't... Just, she was still around because she's freaking titty. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely not mother of the year that's for sure she's not mother of any year any century any decade <laughs> yeah she's a terrible woman right now i mean i, I i'm not yeah. feeling I don't, i'm not feeling any kind of remorse for this chick and i don't even know the specifics that you're going to get into in the next one uh th- there's yeah like like gabby said this entire time too it's like she missed so many warning signs or, or never you know what i don't care what kind of excuses or what kind of explanations come up later they're no no no, no. she's a failure just to you know she should deserve jail time on top of this too completely like i said a lot of people when i'm re- reading the story and not to jump ahead a lot of people aren't buying the fact that she knew nothing about it no one a, a lot of people's not buying it and clearly not you two either. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you're a mother and then your husband is this tyrant bastard who just abuses verbally, emotionally, he beats his kids. Like, I'm, I'd be that stupid if I trusted a man with my kids, especially with my daughters on his own, out and about, seeing how he is at home with all the kids and with me. I would kill that man in his sleep if I had to. Oh, yeah. No mother can watch a man abuse her kids to that level and do absolutely nothing about it. So something is extremely wrong with her to not react. This reminds me of somebody in my family Mm -hmm. who's more afraid of themselves being hurt than watching their own kids almost being killed. I know what you're talking about. I cannot, It this hits home, Todd, because there's somebody in my family like that who I completely lost respect for. It just, I don't, I don't get it. She's as guilty as him. This you joke. cannot have the title of mother. You are not being a mother. Just because you gave birth to babies does not make you a mother. This story must have really hit, struck a nerve with you. <sighs> I'm trying not to cry because this is a hard one. Yeah. Yeah, this this is uh, definitely a tough one. I think we should have did a better disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like crimes and, against uh, children. Yeah. And once again, shout out to you, Frankie. Uh, she is a girl. She messes up. Shout out to you for recommending this uh, story because, like I said, when I, when I first read it, I was just like, whoa. Yeah, this this I gotta talk. One of us gotta talk about it. So I, you know, it was me. So it it's bad. It's, this story's bad. There's no way to go around it. It's just a horrible story. And you know, for her to suffer like she did by the hands of your father, it's no excuse. And when at the stupidity of your mother too, she could blame both. You blame her? Absolutely. Got you it. blame her, Todd? I blame Got him it. completely, but I 100% blame her. Mm. Okay. Would you give her... I'm not going into detail, but would you give her jail time? I would sentence her to the same punishment that he should get. Okay. I would give her 10 to 20, at least. No. You would? Really? Nope. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you can't... What I'm saying, But basically, y'all both agree, y'all would give her jail time. I would give her death. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, How are you going to bring kids to this earth and not look after them? And then they go through all this crap under your stupid ass nose. And you never had a clue? That's bull crap. All right. Okay. I, I'm just thinking along the lines, if if they don't have any 
like concrete evidence or even testimony that maybe the mom went down there at least once or twice saw her if they don't have anything like that or someone to verify that she knew i would even with no evidence i would try to throw 10 to 20 at her just for being in that same goddamn house and being so oblivious it's because look todd even if you're not down there and you didn't see anything as you watch your kids grow up you gotta know something's off about your kid yep they can't completely hide it yeah anything i see abnormal with my children any change in mood i'm already worried and it's my job to find out what is going on that's true so yeah. don't tell me your daughter was raped repeatedly for years and years by her father abused like your other children were abused as well maybe who knows if they were in the same manner but clearly she's the one that he singled out but as a mom you got a feeling something's going on you know they're going through something disturbing yeah that is why she deserves the same punishment that he gets. Yeah. Okay, kids kids can't hide. Kids can't hide certain behavior as much as they try. You can, if you pay attention to them, you can see something's wrong. That's what a mother's job is. Especially you, when the more kid, than anybody know your kids. Yeah. Especially when the grandkids start just trickling in out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> well, that, ladies and gentlemen, it was part two of Joseph Fritzl's case and we will continue with part three uh, in a later future a later time in the future I'm sorry a later time in the future so um, thank you for listening um, and we're going to sign off but before we do I want to let you guys know once again where you can find us you can go to Facebook and Instagram and type in grinding true crimes you can follow us there of uh, like our page like i said leave us a comment we'll get back to you uh, if you want to listen to us on your podcast streams you can go to Podbean, spotify anchor itunes and pandora and for those listening to us out um, out of the u.s you can continue to listen to us on Podchaser, radio public breaker and pocket cash uh, once again go to redbubble.com type in todd fox 80 and you can get some merchandise courtesy of Grinding Two Crimes. So, with that all being said, this has been your narrator for today, Maddie Matt, along with one of our narrators for today, Todd Fox. And I'm sorry, one of the hosts, yeah, <laughs> the other host of today, Todd Fox, and the other host of the show, Gabby Gab. And we are signing off. I'm used to being the host, not the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> and we're signing off. Toodles. Peace. I guess y'all come back now if you want to. Ooh. <laughs> you here? You here? <laughs>